Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Avid listeners of this little broadcast may recall a few programmes about sonification, the use of sound to help us understand data from space. What we receive from most of our scientific instruments is digital data, and we use a plethora of tools to turn this data into images or graphs that we can interpret. Some astronomers turn this digital data into sound, and use the various complex layers of noises to detect what's happening out there. But today I want to tell you about listening to the actual noises from space. You may have also heard recordings some years ago on this programme of the magnetic fields of some of our solar system bodies, which are also audible to human ears. Although you wouldn't want to take your helmet off in space to listen to them. Right, uh, so this is about the use of microphones on other planets and some of this digest is taken from space.com. The use of tiny microphones on NASA's Perseverance Mars rover has proven very beneficial to both engineers and scientists. The sensors can identify wind gusts and even hear the staccato popping sounds made of laser pulses by the rover's instruments. The swirling blades of the Ingenuity Mars helicopter have been picked up by these microphones and also broadcast on this show a couple of years ago. Timothy Layton is a professor of ultrasonics and underwater acoustics at the UK's University of Southampton and he said the work goes beyond just hearing sounds as they can be analysed to tell researchers about the wind, temperature, chemistry and turbulence on Mars. You can tweak out a huge amount of information by listening to sounds, he says. Following its landing in February 2021, NASA's Mars Perseverance rover is the first mission to the Red Planet that's been able to return acoustic data from the surface in the human audible range. The wheeled robot is outfitted with two microphones, one on top of the rotating rover's mast, and the entry, descent and landing microphone is fixed on the main body of the rover. Microphones have recorded wind and turbulence noise and various equipment operations. It's also made it feasible to create on-the-spot analyses of how sound waves behave in the thin carbon dioxide-dominated Martian atmosphere. Recorded sounds on Mars originate from three main sources. The atmosphere, created by turbulence and wind. The shock waves, generated by the laser-induced breakdown spectroscopy instrument and hardware-induced artificial sounds, such as the motors on the rover turning its wheels. Researchers are now persuading mission designers to other planets and moons to add microphones. Jupiter's frosty Europa is expected to be quite a noisy world, replete with active cryo-volcanoes, as are Neptune's moon Triton, Jupiter's moons Io and Saturn's larger moons as well. In order to plan missions with microphones or other acoustical sensors for other worlds and to design those instruments correctly, Leighton said it's useful to predict the nature of the signals they might detect. Such predictions could, for example, identify early that a planned single microphone system should be replaced by a three-microphone system. I'm sure they always want more, don't they, these scientists? Anyway, it's funny to think of how other planets may sound, as they will have different air pressures and atmospheres, so it could be very different to what we're used to here on Mother Earth. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham, wishing us a peaceful and quiet rest of the week.